welcome to episode 17 of the Moving the Chains podcast. This is Reek. I'm here with my co-host Jake and Dane. I just realized that I didn't say hey listeners for the first time, I think, since we started recording podcasts, but oh well. I, I think this is, this is a special episode anyways because this is actually a really, really, really good week of football. Week 10 is almost in the books. This is a Sunday night. The Vikings and Cowboys game is currently playing right now. Um, how are you guys doing, fellas? Jake, go ahead, man, because I've been doing this every week. I'll let you start first, man. <laughs> well, uh, after a month of being in the losing column, the Bears are uh, finally back in the win column and uh, have reestablished themselves as the best team in the NFC. So uh, we're here, gentlemen. We're here. We're back. They're back. They're going to win. They're going to win out and be like a five seed. They might even win. Yep. I love the optimism. I see. I'm glad you see the future because, you know, it's really important to see the vision of this team, you know, because beating the Detroit Lions, who have a 30th ranked pass defense, that's exactly what we need to do to win the Super Bowl, you know? And not only that, unheard of. Beating. One of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, Jeff Driscoll. Exactly. That like, who who does team. that? What type of team, like, goes into this game and just shuts down Jeff Driscoll like he's nobody? That's incredible. What a performance by Chicago. <sighs> and, and you don't get me know, wrong. that was – hey. Well, go ahead. I, I was going to say, that was the most triggering sentence ever because you just said what a team goes in to stop, uh, stop Jeff Driscoll. Didn't and he beat the Steelers? Anything got nothing to do with nothing. Uh, no, but oh, that's neither okay. here or there. He wait, wait a minute. Did he beat the Steelers? He might. There might have been a couple well, years ago. I don't yeah, think he when he now. was on the Bengals, he beat my sure game. He like, yeah, I, I know exactly. Not, not the Bengals that. beat us in like three years. So yeah, nah, the yeah. Bengals ain't beat us in about three, four years. I don't know. But either way, speaking of the Steelers, since you you know you so nicely brought him up. Yes, yes. I let's go. My, my, Good One of my Good biggest segue. takeaways from this weekend, it's not even about this game. It's about the fact that three weeks ago, the one and four Steelers went to Los Angeles to play the Chargers with a guy named Duck as the QB. They beat them and haven't lost since. Four straight mm-hmm. wins. They, I want to say, are they the sixth seed right now in the, in, in the wild card? I think they're, they're, they're back in the playoffs and you're shitting me because I did I believe this about a month ago? No, it Hell was possible, no. but did I actually believe it? Hell no, and I'm not gonna tell you I did. But I will give you credit because you with, never wavered. Your faith never wavered with this team because every single week, like you know, you kind of knew like where they stood on the totem pole. You said they kind of sucked, but like you never gave up and you always picked them like in the pick'em. So I'll give you credit. That's that's optimism because I probably wouldn't have done the, that. It was the defense, man. It's like honestly. If you take away, well, you can't take away the Patriots game, but it was still week one. So, I mean, it's, it's a lot of anomalies happen week one. So, moving after that, like every game the Steelers have been in has been decided by one possession. And that's well, besides the Dolphins game, but that's more so about the fact the defense has done everything they possibly could. Like today, we dealt with bad drops, penalties. It wasn't even Mason's fault today, although he got two, he got a safety again. He got sacked for a safety again today. That's two weeks in a row. And I'm actually putting that on the the offensive coordinator this time. I don't know why we passed the ball though, but yeah, this this was a total team effort. But that defense came through for me, and I just I haven't been as excited by the Steelers defense since I was in what ninth grade or tenth grade, I think. And that that was a long time ago, you guys. It was like 10, 12 years ago. Man, I'm frustrated. My team won't win today, man. The Steelers Ooh. like somehow get luck with like really good safeties and like. They've literally struggled with Mika Fitzpatrick. Like, he's definitely – he should be in the defensive player of the year conversation. Like, that's the way he's playing. He had yep. a fumble recovery for a touchdown. 
let's see. He has, I think he has five interceptions eight. now this year. Yeah, like, I mean, he had a pick six last week. So, like. Mm-hmm. Two defensive touchdowns in two straight weeks. Game changing plays at that. Yep. Man, absolutely. It's, it's crazy. Um, who, let me see. What is my takeaway? <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, gonna uh, yeah. I was gonna say, let me, uh, yeah, let me go yeah, real yeah. quick. So I I'm gonna, s- I want to say it, but I'm gonna let you say it because you already said you're gonna say it. So go ahead. Okay, okay. I'm glad, I'm glad we're you know kind of on the same boat here because I think someone <laughs> needs to discuss this because it was a hot topic at the beginning of the year, of course, and a lot of people you know kind of let this slide under the radar, but. I'm not going to because of how my quarterback was treated. I'm not going to let this happen in front of my (laughs) eyes. So, Jared Goff, you, sir, are in the spotlight and for all the wrong reasons. So, I will start off by saying uh, the Steelers kind of own Los Angeles right now, by the way. Uh, I guess there's really no question about that, beating both teams uh, from L.A. So, anyway, uh, about the Rams, Jared Goff, man, I mean – his, I believe his touchdown to interception ratio is 11 to 9 right now. Um, that's not exactly the stats that you want from a $134 million quarterback. Now, yeah. I know a lot of QBs, you know, put up similar stats and a lot of this, but like you also have to look like their like name and their status is not warranting $134 million. Like they're not expected to play well. Like, I mean, come on. Like if they're going to give you all this money and you put up those type of performances, that's just unheard of. And no one's really talking about it, which is why I'm going to, is because he flies under the radar. Like there's so many quarterbacks, Baker Mayfield, Mitch Trubisky, like, I mean, Sam Darnold, all these players are getting slandered left and right because because their team's not good, because they're throwing, you know, bad passes, because they're playing terrible football. Jared Goff is playing terrible football. The Rams are playing terrible football. So why is the media not talking about this? Uh, I don't know exactly why. I know, obviously, the Rams are better than all three of those teams listed. I'm not going to sit here and make any mistake about that. And Jared Goff is probably a better quarterback than all three of those you know, QBs that I did list. Yeah. He's better than Mitch. He's, be- he's probably better than Baker, and he's probably better yeah. than Sam Darnold. Who is he better than? Who's he, I'm sorry, who's he not better than? Exactly. Exactly. That's, that's, that's exactly. the scary part. Exactly. So what I'm saying is Jared Goff has just flown under the radar and he has been slander free through the whole year when all these other players are doing similar stuff and his team is not winning games. And he's just, oh, oh no, 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 no. It's OK. No, no one talks about him. And I'm not exactly sure why. So uh, Jared Goff, the hundred and thirty four million dollar man is uh, really looking like some couch change at the moment. You know, and the crazy part is, like, you you hit it right on the head. All these other quarterbacks get slandered whenever they play bad. And Jared Goff has played bad. I have uh, not heard one person. Not one Listen, person says a thing, bro. I don't get Outside of the game in London against the Bengals, I don't think he's had one good game this season. And to be fair, two of those long passes, like, the defender fell down on. B.W. Webb wasn't even in the play, and Cooper Cup made that play (laughs) happen. So, really, was Jared Goff, like, the hero of that game? Sure, he made the throw, but Cooper Cup was wide open. I mean, anyone could have made that throw. They had London in a bye week, so sometimes that's all you need just for guys like Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield just continually throw interceptions and then embarrass themselves, and we can forget about them for a little bit. Oh, but don't you worry. I bet you the Heat need to be on his ass this week. It, oh yeah, it, 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 he's playing Chicago next week, so he's gonna have a he's gonna have a tough de- uh, defense going against next Sunday. 
But and, and no offense, Jake, I'm still trying to understand how the NFL had until last Monday. They should have known last Monday. Oh, I'm no offense to no offense taken. Patriots. I know exactly. It should have been flexed yeah. out. It should have been flexed out. I'm trying to understand no, now. I agree. I'm not. I'm not with. I'm not against you on that. I 100 percent agree. The Bears Rams at this stage right now do like not Texans, deserve to play on the Sunday. The Texas and Ravens was right there. Yeah. I'm not gonna make the case for the Eagles game because I don't like when we play on Sunday. Well, night. word is is that they they protected it like those those companies really like uh, protected like Fox, CBS. I'm not sure whatever, but they really did not want that game to be taken away from them. So, which makes what sense because they're gonna make so places. much like money and so much like so much ratings on that. Because, I mean. Come on, like, hey, here, here you go. Hey, we have Texans, Ravens. You want to swap us Bears, Rams, make less money, like get less ratings? No, nah, I'm good. All right, see ya. Like, that's not happening. So, I mean, yeah. last year, last year, Sunday Night Football, you know, was the Bears, Rams, and it got flexed into that spot because the Rams were coming in 11 and one, and the Bears were eight and three. So that was a good matchup with these two teams playing the way they are. Like Sunday Night Football is completely out of the question. But I don't know. I guess we'll see. Another chance yeah. for Mitch Trubisky to fail on primetime football. I mean, I can't wait, man. I just can't wait. Man, <laughs> nah, Jared, Jared Goff is there. Don't worry. You're, you're hey, no, but, but, but he's at home, so he's going to do something. He's bound to have a better game. He's bound to have a better game. And the Bears' defense is incredibly injured now. Trevathan's out. I mean, I mean, he broke his oh, arm. Akeem Hicks is injury. still out. Ball yeah. Nichols is still out. Like, I mean, there's a lot of injuries right now with this Bears defense. So, it yeah, it wasn't matter. Injury. It it doesn't even matter. So, I, it, I, so you're leaning towards Bear, the Bears I, on Tuesday for a spoiler alert, huh? I'm clear. I'm picking the Bears. Like, okay, wow. I, hmm. I don't have any p- reason to pick the Rams. Like, well, the Bears the suck. Reason. How about that? But, but the Rams, I feel like, suck more. And they're underachievers. Like that's true. Okay, to be fair, like with Jared Goff, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, you know, Brandon Cooks, Todd Gurley, there's no way that team should be that Look bad. Look at all the money they have. The to weapons, pay. man. No the weapons they have. There's no reason like they should be that bad. No. Yeah, I mean, like, 55 to Jameis Winston in your own building. I mean, losing to the 49ers, <laughs> that's okay. But like, you know, Jared Goff had 60 yards through three quarters that game. That's not that's acceptable for 130. Like, I mean, he has 78 the whole game. Shit, he has oh 78 the whole game. I didn't? forgot about that. Something that's, like that. That's, that's bad. That's disgusting. That's literally ridiculous. That's, that's, that's like a nasty statistic. Number. That's John Kitna. That's oh my bad. god. That hey, is but I also want to point. I want to point out also that um. I want to point out also that uh, with Sunday Night Football going on right now, we know that the Vikings just took that 7-0 lead. There was another game that went on this afternoon out there at Lambeau Field, and it came down literally to the last two seconds once again. And Christian McCaffrey didn't get the touch. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he got in. It wasn't enough to overturn the touchdown. But it was an interesting game. Yeah, yeah. You don't think he got in? I don't think You don't think he got in? I'm really not sure, to be honest. There's a lot of snow on the white line, so there's not really enough evidence to overturn it. Well, the line was still very visible to me. but Well, the, the ball is, wasn't. The ball wasn't. Well, the ball over that line, you couldn't really make it like a distinction. I don't I don't I mean, well, I don't know. Like, the, if it was initially the called last in, angles maybe, that they but. showed, From one of the last angles they showed, the linemen have tried to push McCaffrey in the end zone, but at the same time, he was kind of covering the ball at the same time. So it's not like he could reach for the end zone. So he got stopped maybe inches short, but I think it was clear enough to see that he, he didn't get that. And I'm not even like some Packers, like, I don't know, apologist or whatever you want to call it. But I, my thing is, why didn't you call that the on first down? Like, like 
Well, because I mean, to be fair, to be fair, they ran a pretty good play. They ran a pretty good play on with eight seconds left, and McCaffrey was open on that little kind of out route, I guess, if you would, out of the backfield. Kyle Allen just threw it to the ground. That was a pretty good play. But you know, with four or five seconds left, you know, game on the line, you're at your two yard line, you give it to your best player. End of story. You don't throw it up to Olsen, you don't throw it up to DJ Moore, you don't take a shot like that with the snow and the conditions. They made the right call yeah. by going McCaffrey up the middle. It was risky, of course, but at that point, you've got the MVP on your team. You put the ball in his hands and say, Hey, go go make a play. And he didn't. I mean, he did, but you know, he didn't get quiet enough. So, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and blame him because you know it was good, good attempt. You know, that's a hard thing to do, especially with game on the line. But like at the end of the day, like he didn't score a touchdown. So, and regardless, there was still a two point conversion. So, who knows yeah, if they would have yeah. won? That would have been a, you know, a tie, and it's overtime. And Aaron Rodgers in overtime is pretty much death taxes. Aaron Rodgers, you know, in crunch time. So, I'd still say the Packers would have won. But you yeah, know, we can yeah. play what if all day. But at the end of the day, it was a great game. Yeah, it was, it was a very entertaining game, and that's the first snow game of the season, too. So That is. Of that. course, it's in Lambeau. That's very fitting. Mm-hmm. I know. One of, my, one of my takeaways, the Tennessee Titans are just trying to be the weirdest team in the league. Like, was I, he I offsides? Was he offsides? Let's discuss that. Was he offsides on that kick, on that blocked field goal? Uh, I don't know. It sure, it sure looked like he was. It Maybe. looked like he he looked like he got an early stump or early jump. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna say that I don't think the Chiefs should have been in that position where it had to come down to that in the first place. So well, no, like, because their defense is just terrible. I'm pretty sure that's the sixth running back this year to run for over a hundred yards on them. Aaron Jones even, comes to mind. I mean, I mean, I'm not even talking about that. It's just like you let Tannehill. Just mark That's true. Hey, Ryan, Ryan, but, but check, destroyed but, but Reed, check this out. But Reed, check this out though. The curse of Adam Gase is off of him. We know yeah. Joe Philbin was his first coach. I'm not saying Ryan Tannehill is about to be some guy, but he sure as hell isn't as bad as he was in Miami. And look, I, I, man, he, he's I, doing I, just I, enough. He's doing just enough. Like he was, he was doing some things out there, especially that last drive. It yeah. ain't a two point conversion. Like this man lowered his shoulder. This man yeah. lowered his shoulder on the defender and made his way into the end zone. Like, it's the will. And it just also makes you wonder, like, where would these guys be at if they started him from week one? And it sucks because I'm, I'm still a Mariota guy, but, like, he just plays with him better. It's just the truth. Aren't they, like, three and one with him as a starter, though, at this point? Like, yes. That's, that's, <laughs> that's crazy, man. Like, it's, 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 it's insane. I, I, I can't wait to see how that all unfolds because the AFC South just keeps getting weirder. I mean, you got the Colts lose today to the Dolphins. Like, man. I called that. Remember that last you week did. I told you? You said Hoyer played, that the, the Dolphins will win. I, I didn't think Hoyer was that terrible. Like, he's bad. He's really, really bad. I know you guys don't remember this, but there was – remember the, the year Johnny Manziel got drafted by the Browns and how they wouldn't yeah. start him because they trusted Hoyer. And they went 7-9 that year. But these guys were in my division. And I watched Hoyer always. He'd be clutch for three quarters. And then he would always blow it. Like he's like, at least with Ryan Fitzpatrick, he'll be, he'll he'll give you a fighting chance. He's still a bum, but he'll give you a fighting chance. But this, yeah. this man Brian Hoyer, he he, and it's the thing. It's like he just becomes the biggest vagina in the fourth quarter in the biggest moments. In the biggest moments, he just shrivels up, and it's like, what? I just I, I have no faith in him, and it's like, and it also it also proves the point that Jacoby Brissett is a really good player, and. I think that he does a lot for this team, and they're not 
as good as we, well, me. They're not as good as I might have thought, but when you had a very good quarterback to go, a coach that had faith in said quarterback, it yeah. makes things, you know, you, you can play different. You could call different plays. You can't do that with Brian Hoyer. Brian Hoyer don't even believe in himself, man. He got to spend all them years in New England behind Tom Brady and didn't learn a damn thing. I think he might be one of Tom Brady's worst backups to go somewhere else and have somewhat success. Like, he stinks. I'm sorry. But you know what? As far as the Dolphins go, I still feel like they got one more win in them this season. I the think they're going to the go 3-13, though. But They're going to beat the Bengals. Of course. And I just like they're, they, they're 2-0. Since uh, that Monday night game against the Steelers, where the ESPN panel was going in, and I'm like, "Oh man, you you going in and out again?" Dang. That man died. That man Dang. died. Dane just died. He just died. I think his phone died. Something what? that just shut clean off. You you, you in and out, and, I, and nobody has an idea what you just said like, <laughs> for at least like ten. At all, man. I have the worst luck. I realize that. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All right. All I was basically was saying, <laughs> it was just the Brian Horace land. It really don't even matter. This is Brian Horace land. Like I said, you can't trust him. It's, it's a difference when you have a quarterback that, you know, the coach has faith in and you can call those right plays for him. But he sucks, man. And the yeah. Dolphins, that another win in them, like you said, the Bengals. And I think that's going to be it for them, though. But, you know, they, they've they been playing hard. They they The players don't tank, man. It's the front office. And oh. while the front office did one hell of a job, the players are doing an even better job trying to fight it. Side note, don't, this isn't even about the NFL. Well, technically, it has implications. But did anybody else see the LSU and Alabama game yesterday? Oh, my God. I think Joe everyone Burrow, did. Joe Burrow's Burrow a beast. It's for sure QB1. I get to it. With oh, Burrow, yeah. But... Burglar's 31 of 39, mind. 393, three touchdowns on the road in like must well, win game. That's like just incredible. Crazy. And let's just talk about the wide receiver calls of both teams. Like, incredible. The, Jamar Chase, Jerry is, Judy. It's um, like just as good as some, well, I'll say the Eagles fucking wide receiver corps right now. Like, I would 100% think the Alabama or LSU's wide receiver corps are Ross. Do, do the Eagles have a first rounder this year? Yeah, they do. Should they, I want them should they take a receiver? Yeah. 100%. Whoa. 100%. Wow. Okay. I think <laughs> that's that's literally the engine that makes the Eagles go, especially on offense. They need Wentz they plays need speed. better with the deep threat. And that's yeah. simply put. Like, I mean, I, I know it was such a small sample size because Deshaun Jackson only played one game. But you look two at what he did in that 150 game. yards. Yeah. Like, I, I just wish he would have been able to just get the surgery earlier and then be able to come back near the end of the season. Now that looks like that's highly unlikely, but yeah, yeah. unless you guys make the playoffs, he might be there for like the second round or something, but yeah. Uh, and even not looking likely. Yeah. Yeah. Very, especially yeah. with a core injury like that. That's something you don't want to rush. Cause yeah, I'm, I'm talking about them making the playoffs too, but Oh, well, yeah, that's – I don't know. That's still up in the air. I, mean, I can't, I can't say shit about the playoffs because my team's very, Chicago. Very so. It's very, very much a possibility, but they have to – they have to win the games that they should – are supposed to win, and mm-hmm. even that's a stretch because we've seen how the Eagles have played. Like, they should have beat the Lions, should have beat the Falcons. They didn't, and it's just like – So, uh, quick question for you guys. The Bears' next three games, mm-hmm. the Rams – the Giants and the Lions on Thanksgiving. What's their record? I'm man. 
They went in. They went in one. They went in two, three. I hate to be optimistic with the Bears. Who are they huh. playing again? They, they got the Rams on Sunday Night Football, the Bears. Giants at home, and then they have the Lions on Thanksgiving Day. Well, two and one. Stafford, Stafford has broken bones in his back. He's probably going to be done for a while, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I think Wentz had something similar to that at the end of last year. And he I think they're going to shut back. him down, given their record and carry-ons out, and their team's just not really going anywhere. Yeah, I, I think so, too. So, um, I think that – I already said that they're going to beat the Rams. I think they're going to beat the Rams. Um, Do they beat the Giants? to the Giants. Yeah, yep. Yep. I completely nope. agree. I, I know they're going to lose to the Giants. I know it. I just know. That's the type of game the Bears lose. Like the Raiders and Chargers. Did they lose that last year? I know. They should. Yes. They, oh, my God. I've never been so mad as the Bears fan. Chase yeah. Daniels started OT with three straight fumbles that game, and I nearly had an aneurysm. Oh, my God. That was the worst. <laughs> Chase Daniels threw a pick six to Alec Ogletree on his, like, first pass. And then he got, and then he got another <laughs> pick to Ogletree in the game. And then he had three fumbles to start off OT. They had to have a gadget play. Tariq Cohen do a yeah. touchdown to Anthony Miller with zero seconds remaining to stay in that game and go to OT. Like, that That's team crazy. was so bad. They recovered an onside kick. They had everything happen right, and they still lost that game. So I know <laughs> they're going to lose to the Giants. I just know because that's the type of game that they're going to lose. Uh, I, I'm not going to say it's that like certain that they – Daniel Jones, 300 yards, five TDs. I, I don't care because he still has fumbleitis. And, like, you see he had a great game today, but he still had that fumble recovery, and that was the difference. So. If the Bears' defense got back to that 2018 swag, this team could make a run. But this team is hurt, and it doesn't have that swagger. Because this Bears, last year, like, the Bears' defense was scary. Now it's like, uh, I mean, yeah, they're good, but, like, they're not, like, you know, like, scary good, you know. Like, last year, Khalil Mack was, like, a force. Now he's getting triple teamed every play, so he's nothing. And now Akeem Hicks is out, and then Jafrathen's out, and, you know, Bilal Nichols is out. Their whole, like, line is out. You know, so, my thing is I'm, the Bears I'm just trying have to look like an okay offense in order to win games. Like they just have to look okay. Yeah, well, they, they that's the thing. That's the thing. If they have a QB, the they're a super. They're a Super Bowl contender. Period. Yeah. They're a Super Bowl contender. They are a QB away, and that's why it's so frustrating as Bears fans because they have everything. They've got Anthony Miller. They got Allen Robinson. They got you know they got people on offense. David Montgomery's a bruising running back, but they just don't utilize him right. They just are a QB away from like a deep playoff run, and it's sad. Man, my parlay is looking great. I'm so happy. Well, yo, oh, don't forget, we're doing one next week. Don't forget, I'm I get paid twice next week, so it's wraps. I'm I'm yo, betting I'm betting my whole check on parlays. Let me just oh. say that I I literally <laughs> struck out on parlays this whole time I've been gambling. I'm winning thousands sudden, next week. Period. All of a sudden, I hit two parlays in the same night, and I was like, "Holy!" Shit. What were they? Two hundred? Three hundred? One was. One was uh two oh five ten and the other one was like one oh five. But oh, okay. Still, okay. To, you taking yeah. us out to dinner? I mean what was good? That's well, that's a quick three say, stacks. Let's just say I got a little greedy and Whoa. it really backfired. It Did you go backfired. back and bet it all? Did you buy the Sean Jackson jersey <laughs> to relive no, the good no, memories? No, 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 no. I this man bet it. He, yeah, bet he, bet it, he bet it all. Oh, bet it all. you didn't bet it all. I just bet 305 of $310. Not all. He kept some gas money. That's what he did. $5 yeah, in the tank, 305 on the parlay. You know, priorities, man. Fuck groceries. I don't know anything else. My wanted to kill me because I was like, 
I don't blame her. Like, I don't blame I, her, man. You know, my thing was like, yo, I'm on a hot streak right now. No, that's when you stop. That's when you stop. You that need to know when my, to stop. That is my gambling rookie no. mistake. Yeah, I'll never do that again. If I hit a parlay for like three, four hundred, I'm not doing it for a couple weeks. Read, read, read. So, so you lose a million parlays in a row just to win two and suddenly feel your luck has changed. Like, come on now. You better take hey, that, the odds. That's man. literally like me last year when I ran a Madden Ultimate team. I would spend money and I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a very very bad man, confession you, you right know now. Man, I man, spent man, man. thousands of dollars on Madden Ultimate team in 2018. Thousands of dollars, and when I would hit like good packs or I'd get good players, I'd be like, okay, damn, I just made my money back. Like I just recouped it. And then you know what my dumbass would do? I'd go spend it back on packs and then lose it, and then all of a sudden I don't have anything. <laughs> So that was that was easily like one of the worst years of my life. I was in a dark time. I would come home, get on Madden, and spend money, and then get the money back, and then lose the money. I don't know, man. Man, man let me tell you guys something. I learned my lesson 16, though. It was valuable. Sixteen parlays are the worst nerve-wracking things yep. of all time because mm-hmm. it's the maximum amount of money you can get, but at the same time, you have to sweat out six different outcomes, like. I've had at least 10 parlays come down to one team fucking it up. Usually it being the last scheduled game. Last night, literally last night, it was a 16 parlay. Cincinnati did their job. I, I did two college basketball games. I think it was three college basketball games. How much would you would have won? Oh, uh, man. I think it was like five 500 something. Ooh, that's yeah, tough. It was like 500 something. Oklahoma. Oklahoma win. stinks. Their they defense is so bad. 15. They were winning by three touchdowns in the fourth quarter, and they let Iowa State come all the way back, and they almost lost the game. They only won because some bullshit interception when they went for the two-point conversion, which was a good call by Iowa State. I wanted Iowa State to win at that point because it was like, I'm not getting my money. Might as well just fucking watch this spectacular upset. And then when I wanted it to happen, they fucking blow it but 16 parlays all you gamblers out there that consistently do it like me don't worry stay faithful we're gonna hit together we're gonna hit together like and it's gonna be a big one it's gonna be a big one one of these days i'm doing it next week i promise you promise you i I guess the only beneficial part is because college basketball is on and like the early part of college basketball means that all the really good teams play really terrible teams so I'm not gonna say they're locks, but your likelihood of like those teams hitting the making the spread are like much higher than betting on college football or NFL or even NBA. So that's where I'm standing right now. Two of my college basketball teams just hit. I need two NBA teams to hit, and they're not gonna hit. I know the Bucks are winning by ten right now. They're supposed to win by eight. So it's like seven minutes left, and then I have the Lakers. Listen, the Raptors don't have. They don't have Kyle Lowry, and they don't have uh, Serge Ibaka. Ibaka. They're, they're still going to cover. They are still going to cover, and it's going to piss me off. They have to win by 11, the Lakers do. After the Lakers beat Miami, they should have no problem beating the Raptors. I, we are completely off topic. That's my fault. But anyways, back to this NFL shit. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> the Vikings are about to score again? Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm about to throw up. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm actually ecstatic right now. Like, the one time I need the Cowboys, actually the two times, the two 
times I need the Cowboys to win. They play Green Bay in their own building and get trounced. And now the Vikings Ooh, are about to go fourteen zero in the first. It's the win. You're bad. Hey man. Well, I mean, what, what do you want me to do? I mean, my team is four and five. I need help. I need severe help. Well, the this thing is, is not the, helping. The, let's see. If the Bears win the next three, they'll be seven and five. Wow, they'll be right back at it. To be very honest with you, that's what I'm saying. So I need all the help I can get because they had the three only terrible losses. That, the only problem they're gonna is that finish eight and eight. Not, yeah. <laughs> You're both very disrespectful to me. You're not gonna <laughs> no, win the NFC North. It, you, hey, but Jake, you know this team is built to give you false hope. You, you, you see. Don't get caught in that cycle. This is what certain teams do. They'll get good during the middle of the season. They go on a little run, and then they just blow it when you need them the most. And then they do it every week. Blow oh it. Blow it. Blow it. Oh, trust me. I'm a Chicago Bears fan. I know everything about falling apart. Trust me. I Darius, know. listen. That oh, Darius so you built guy, for this. Oh, I've, are you kidding me? Yes, I've been to this. Look what happened last year. They oh. were great, and then they <laughs> fell, and they went in the playoffs, and then all of a sudden they can't do anything right. And our kicker you know, hits I, the field goal really twice. I have to ask you this question because I know it's just funny because the backstory of like that game is that me and Jake kind of like went back and forth, and it was kind of heated. Jake was really mad, and I was kind of rubbing it in his face. But did did you really have like supreme confidence you guys were going to win that game last year? Mm, I didn't necessarily have confidence, but I knew that we were at home and I knew like we were coming in like pretty hot. So I figured like, you know, like all the chips were kind of lined up for the Chicago win and the Eagles were kind of being on like a Super Bowl slump. I figured, you know, they weren't coming in like too great. So I was like, okay, you know, we got a shot. But they came in hot because they won like four in a row with folks, of course. You know what I really wanted is that. If the Bears just sat their starters against the Vikings in yeah. Week 17, they could have just played I the Vikings in the playoffs. I don't, I don't get that. I know that. tanking I know isn't like allowed, or it's not it's not part of the Bears' way. But like, you have to look at this and be like, hmm, do you want to play the Super Bowl champs or do you want to play the Vikings who you just stomped out like both times? Like, I don't, I don't or really maybe see the logic behind that. Let's be petty. Let's knock out another AFC North rival. So we can go into the playoffs and fuck the Vikings. I mean, at the at the end of the day, like, I mean, they destroyed Minnesota twice that year. So, like, that's yeah. cool. But, I mean, at the like, it's just it's a matchup thing. If I'm thinking, like, hey, Matt Nagy, like, let's not get our players hurt. Let's not take a risk. And let's play Minnesota in the playoffs because we know we can beat them more than we can beat, you know, yeah. the Super Bowl champs. So, I know it's not the yeah. Bears way or, you know, winning culture, like, you know, preaching. But, like, I would just bullshit them and be like, hey, we're not playing these guys because we don't want them to get hurt. Load management. Take a term out of the NBA's book. Screw it. If I was Matt Nagy, like, I would have literally, like, at least played one half. Like, okay, we're not blowing out the Vikings. They're playing really hard. I'm sitting, I'm sitting them out. I'm sitting these players out. There's no need yeah. to risk injury. I think Anthony Miller got hurt that game, too. So yeah. Like, yeah. Like, what the hell? Like, a couple players just, actually got hurt, and it's just a yeah. joke. I mean, Eddie Jackson got hurt again in the, in the Green Bay game before that. And yeah. Eddie Jackson was the player of the year on that Bears team. You know, seven, oh, sure. I think it was seven interceptions, three touchdowns. So, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, not seven. That's Kyle Fuller. Uh, I think Eddie had, I don't know. I'm not sure how many Eddie ended up with. But uh, he was a beast last year, the point was. And Eddie Jackson didn't play. And, you know, Trey Burton didn't play. And he was having a solid year. And then Anthony Miller was hurt. Like, there was so much stuff that just went wrong at the end of the year by playing those players when we already had, like, a position locked up. That was pretty stupid. But, yes, your question was going into the game. Did I have confidence? 
I did, but like as a Bears fan, I know not to get confident. And I know my heart's gonna get broken, and you know it's just it's just such a fitting way for the Bears to lose is you know a kick off an upright and a crossbar like that's just un- that's just unbelievable. Because Mitch Bears played good and cursed or something because like I mean to be fair, Soldier Field's like one of the hardest places to ever kick. So like I understand that, but like a forty-three yarder, like you, you gotta hit that. That's like come on, shot. you, you got. Well, I would say chip shot, given how many people have missed these lately in the past, well, you know, yeah. two to five years. Yeah. But I mean, pressure is on. But like you, as an NFL kicker, and that's what I never understood. Like going into last year, is Cody Parkey. Like everyone's like, oh, you know, he only, he was only bad in the playoff game. Like you know, he he missed a kick. Like you know, he missed one kick. He didn't just miss one kick. He came in that game leading the NFL in yeah. missed field goals. He had eleven missed kicks that year. He should have never even saw the field. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Going into the playoffs, you knew that was your weak spot. You knew with this type of team, it would come down to a kick because they're not going to move the ball as well, you know, against like a good team in the playoffs. So it's going to come down to kicking. It's going to come down to special teams, all facets of the game. And at the end of the day, you know, the, Cody Parkey screwed him. He couldn't make it in kick. And the reason Cody Parkey's like a really, really big idiot is because why do you practice hitting the goalpost? Like that's something you should. That's never, so ever stupid. Do. That's so stupid. That's like a baseball player what? practicing I, hitting I the center field wall. That, like, instead like, of hitting a home run, I'm going to practice hitting the center field wall. I don't want a home run. I want a double. Like, what? A what? Practice, you know, it, the, whole, right, the whole way, like, right he handled that situation like, was terrible. Stupid. He acted like a victim, and then he went on the Today Show and said, like, all this stuff. And then it was just so terribly handled. Like, I'm so glad he's not a Chicago Bear. And Eddie Pinero's had a pretty good year. But I don't know, man. Hey, they, they wanted their man's tickets. Oh, I wanted him yeah. dead. I wanted Cody Parkey dead. Are See? you kidding me? I wanted him See? dead. Yes. No playoffs for nine years, and then we get to the playoffs. Mitch has 300 yards and 100, you know, one touchdown. You know, Allen Robinson balled out, set a franchise record for receiving yards in a playoff game, and then it came down to that man. idiot's kick. I mean, like I said, I'm not mad at one kick, but, like, I'm mad at the coaching staff and, you know, being inept. Like, he led the NFL and missed kicks. You knew this was going to happen, whether it be sooner or whether it be later. Like, you knew it was going to happen at one point, and it happened in the playoffs. And, I mean, they deserve it because they didn't address it, and that's their fault because that was terrible. Missing 11 kicks in the NFL is unacceptable, and you should not be on a roster, let alone a playoff team. I, I don't know if you guys get this feeling, but whenever, like, you feel like the team is about to lose, you get this really eerie feeling. Oh, yeah. I knew they were going to miss that kick. I knew it. I just knew it. Listen, I had that eerie feeling from the start of the game to the finish. The crazy part is I didn't even want to look at the field goal, but something told me, just just look at it. Just take it. Pause. Just take it. (laughs) And then, like, boom. (laughs) It's off the side, and I was like, whoa. And And even after it hit the bottom, I didn't know what to do or think because, like, I thought it bounced in off the bottom, and I was yeah, like, "Yeah, I was I, for a second there. I thought that might have went in, and then it came back and hit the ground. And I'm like, I fell, I collapsed. I was in my living room, and I, I was right by my TV. I collapsed, and I sat there for 30 minutes, just just nothing, just doing nothing, bro. I mean, it was so bad. That night was easily one of the worst, not not one of the worst night of my sports life. Like it was right up there with the Heat losing to the Mavericks in 2011 because of the expectations of the big three. But like with this team not oh, making the playoffs in nine years and getting there and losing on a double like doinked kick, I mean, you can't even make that up. You can write that in all the sports lore and all the history books, and no one would even think that's legitimate. They'd be like, "Nah, there's there's no way that's happening," and it did, and it happened to my team because Chicago sports are cursed. My head literally hit the ceiling, and it, be advised, it was like a twelve foot ceiling at my old house. Like, 
That's how I felt when Ray Allen hit that three against the uh, against the Spurs. My my literally soared off my couch. I didn't even and know what I did. My body moment left. I've ever seen in sports history. Yeah, I know the Eagles were the sports Super Bowl, give, great sports me, take. But the Ray Allen three is Dude. like the down three two because like a Super Bowl, no. like yeah, it can go either way. But like you were yeah. down three two, like that saved your season and momentum. Like that was just. There was no and way they were beating Miami in Game Seven, like with that type of momentum rolling. Like, nah, there's no way. So I it, just knew it was, it was nothing but that. Too. I was like, wow. I Against one of the best teams in NBA history, too, with you know Duncan and Ginobili and Parker and you know young Kawhi. Like that team was incredibly good. Like we were lucky for that because you see, what oh, one hundred percent, we got obliterated the next year. Like, yeah, yeah, it was bad. But this is a football podcast, <laughs> so really uh, so uh, we we'll we'll stay on we'll stay game. on uh, stay on track. But anything else you guys want to discuss? It was a pretty fun week. So for the first time in a while, it's, it's been good. Stick. Lamar hey, Jackson's incredible, to... man. Madden player. Oh yeah, he he's just you he's know, a cheat I was code. hesitant, not hesitant, but he is. But you know, I think you got to put him right back. See, to me, he was in the offensive player of the year. Conversation. I think he's in the MVP conversation because he's, he's going to oh, run. Yeah. He's going to he's going to run for over twelve hundred yards. He's working on pace for it, man. It's like he's. This is amazing, and this the second, the second. This is a. Uh, I think I saw a stat because I know Big Ben did this in two thousand and seven, but I think I, I know he's the first quarterback since Big Ben to have two games with a perfect passer rating in the same season, and he just destroyed the Bengals, like. I, you know, I, I thought it would have been at this point, though. I mean, their their games are usually close, though. That's what that was what yeah. was crazy to me. They played them close the first time. But yeah. you put Ryan Finley in. You put <laughs> Ryan Finley in. I don't yeah. know what you was expecting with that. Doesn't help. They're just tanks. To be fair, they, they, they want Burrow. The tank would have been successful even if you kept Dalton in there. I mean, it was already zero eight. Mm. Like, what? What's the worst that could happen? Like, you win one game, mm. like. I don't know. Though. I don't know. Andy Dalton is significantly better than you know Ryan Finley. Andy he Dalton's is. not a scrub. No, 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 he, no, no. Let, let's be he real. Is. Like he has had he no is. weapons all year. But the Bengals are literally unwatchable. Like that's true. Now. But that's this true. team would be so much better though, because Andy Dalton gets a lot of shit because everyone's like, oh, it's Andy Dalton. He's zero nine, and everyone thinks the wins are a QB statistic, which is far from true. Like you know, yeah. you look at example last year. Mitch had you know twelve wins. Or I'm sorry, the Bears had twelve wins. Did Mitch have twelve wins? No, he didn't. So that's a misleading category. But what I'm saying is, Andy Dalton has had the most banged up offensive line. He had no Jonah Williams, their first round pick out of Alabama. No AJ Green. Joe Mixon returned to Trent Richardson status. So the Bengals are bad, but like Andy Dalton really doesn't deserve that. I know he's going to get the shit because he's the leader of the team. And obviously the first place they look is the quarterback because that's who wins footballs hey. at the end of the day. But like, that's he, not really his fault. He didn't do terribly. He's going to land on his feet year. next year, man. He's In Chicago. Land on his feet next mm-hmm. year, no problem. In Chicago. Probably. I agree. Ah, I agree. What you on for? The Bears are going to have some options. I don't think Andy Dalton's going to be at the top of that. Uh, what? Who's, who is? Uh, they can't afford Barry, Cam. I, I think... He's a better option than Dalton is. I take Mariota over Andy, but I mean, maybe a Nike system. Yeah, maybe a Nike system, but no, I don't know. Andy Dalton has had a way better career than Mariota. It's not close. Man, I mean, of course he has, but he also said, but also yeah, look he's at also his other league longer. But, but let me point this out too. Let me point this out also to that point, Jake. Andy Dalton has also has some pretty damn good offensive coordinators and just that's yeah, true. And he's had weapons, better weapons but, around him. 
the Titans didn't get receivers or any offensive weapons for years, so I agree. Yeah, but the both of them both uh, they kind of sorry, but 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 it's all good though because they they both gonna land on their feet though. I promise they they both gonna have good jobs somewhere else. My boy Jameis, you know the Bucks game had me on edge a little bit. Him in this interceptions, like it's like I don't think he feels like he can't play a game until he gets it out the way. Like he plays like I play on Madden. Like I'm gonna have to throw an interception. That's that's just <laughs> it's, 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 I do the same no thing. Doubt. It's bound to happen. So if <laughs> if, like, if, you, if you guys have a team, who, who would you? So your NFL team. Let's say Mason Rudolph goes down and Carson Wentz goes down. Would you rather have, have Jameis or would you rather have, have Mariota? Jameis. You rather kill yourself. But check this out. But check, but check this out. But check this out, Jake. Even even if Jameis was on the Bears, you deal with the interceptions, but you guys would also be happy because your receivers are finally getting the ball. Like, you know what? I'd rather take a chance that Jameis is going to throw a pick throwing towards the end zone than him throwing, like, you know, two seconds left, him throwing a three-yard pass. I think having two of the top five leading receivers have obviously helped Jameis. If Jameis had no, like, receivers or no studs, he would suck. Mike Evans kind of came out of nowhere, though. Let's be honest. Well, yeah, but that doesn't mean he hasn't been good. Just because he came out of nowhere, he's been great. But see, that's that's where I got to disagree because you know what, Jameis is aggressive, and I don't think it matters who he's throwing to. They still give him Brashad Perryman a chance, man. Come on, that man was terrible. Yeah. Worst first round pick, yeah. I think, one of the worst first round picks of this decade. But yeah. even he, he'll throw the ball to anybody down the field, man. He's aggressive. He's just stupid. No offense. <laughs> that's that's a very book smart man, yeah. but. On the football field, it's yeah, slow. And in the I supermarket watched, around crab legs, not very smart. Not very smart. I, man. I watched him and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with him? Like, he looked great at some moments. Well, I'm gonna say great. He looks great at Florida he State. Looks, I wanted him in Chicago. Moment, and then he'll look so terrible and throw like three interceptions. Like that's like Mitch, man. That's Mitch. That's Mitch in a nutshell. Literally. Like the game where he threw like five interceptions and like <laughs> I was Bad. like like, what the fuck? Like, the first play of the game? Like, you, you can't even help yourself but throw interception first drive. Like, But then he lights like up, you know, he lights up the Rams, and you're like, huh, like, this guy is actually not bad. Right. And then he goes right back to being bad. And I don't think anyone has a correct reading or, like, accurate, you know, status on Jameis Winston because he's never been consistent in his career. So you can say he's bad, and you'd be right. You can say he's yeah. good, and you'd be right. You can say he's mediocre, and you'd be right. Because there's facts that point to all those. So, oh, that's the best take ever. You, ooh, I got to quote that one. I'm, I'm yeah, that was actually there. really good. That was really good. Thank you, sir. <laughs> by the way, the fucking Bucks are only winning by five now with three, three minutes left. So, yeah, let me stop looking at the game because whenever I don't look at it, they end up doing fine. So, I think it's about time to merge this NFL NBA podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, that is way too much work. We would be man. working every day. We would, man. Because the NBA okay. is like so, like, just, it's, it moves so fast. And there's games every single day. Unlike the NFL, there's, you know, a game every Sunday and stuff. So, I don't know. Hey, hey man, I've already started getting ready. I've already started getting ready for the NFL draft. I'm going to drop a big board. Uh, probably, I'm hoping to do a drop my big board uh, conference championship weekend for the um, oh, college shit. football. Yeah, okay. And so, like, I'm. I'm working. I'm hoping that's the goal. But, hey, man, we're we going to try to keep it going in the offseason doing something, even if it's oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. not absolutely. But there's going to be something. Can, be we something. Please, can, you, can you please just put Jalen Hurts in the second round of the Bears? Like, I don't care how you have to have it shake out or 
whatever if they have to trade up. Just put Jalen Hurts in a Bears uniform, and I will I will love that draft board. <laughs> I think he's going to fall in the second round, too. I don't think he's going to be in the first round. I just hope he keeps I sucking. I, I really he, do. Uh, don't, don't get me wrong. He doesn't suck at all. He's been crazy. Exactly, but that's but, what I'm saying. I need that or I need Joe Burr to, like, sell crack or, like, commit a robbery or something so he falls <laughs> in the second. Because that would hey, be phenomenal. Hey, I saw they put up his old tweets last night, and granted, they oh. weren't even bad. But They, they weren't even bad. They are just going to stretch him because he just had, like, a you know a Heisman moment. They're like, ah, oh, let's ruin Joe Burrow's career because we're miserable and we live in our mom's basement. It's like, not even bad. These monkeys are out of control, and I was like, right. we don't even know. Good. Like, he literally could have been at <laughs> zoo. It's unlikely, but that's completely out of context. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's what makes it so funny, though. It is, because anyone can spin it any way they want, and, like, you know, like, there's no truth to it, because no one knows what he was doing June 27, 2013. So, who knows? I'm sure he doesn't even know, so. He doesn't. Not at all. I'm pretty sure he doesn't. I mean, six years ago, I'm he was what in high school, grade school? Yeah, maybe yeah. no. How was he? What what year is he in? Uh, he's still in high school, definitely. He was in I high school at the least. I think he was. A, he's a junior right now, so yeah. He's oh, okay. I was gonna say if he's a sophomore, he'd be in like eighth grade at that point. Like it'd be crazy. I think we've all said some stupid stuff in eighth grade and freshman year, or even sophomore or junior year. I think a lot of us mature. So, yo, wait a minute. Yo, I'm sorry. We cannot go without talking about the Saints and Falcons game. We can't. Oh, we can't. shit. We really can't. No. The frauds. The Saints are frauds. No, I'm kidding. The Saints no. just had a bad game. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. The Falcons just came motivated. You know, they just didn't want yeah. to get blown out. It's a division rival. Everyone has those games every year where it's just like, what the fuck happened? And then all of a sudden, they get right back on track. The Falcons literally ruined their draft position like idiots. Yeah, actually, but hey, but we, not, really did they really didn't because the giant the the Jets won, the Giants oh, yeah. already had two wins. I mean, they're still the they're like number six right now. Yeah, they're they're like number six right now, but they're still technically in the hunt. You know, the Redskins are they got their one win. The Bengals are there. The Falcons were never going to get the first pick though, but they're in the hunt though. So that's always good. Could you get, imagine if the Falcons took Jerry Judy and had an all Alabama wide receiving core? Nah, they're they're gonna get Chase Young. Oh no no no! Whoa 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 whoa! Hold up! They're not gonna get Chase Young. They're not gonna fall. No 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 no! I'm saying if if they get if they got like the first or second pick. Oh well, no shit, duh! They'd be on drugs not to take Chase Young. He's like a generational talent, like Miles Garrett. But I'm saying like, could you imagine the thought of that? Oh no no! I'm not saying they should. I'm saying just could you imagine that? Like for example, like Jerry Judy, Calvin Ridley. And Julio Jones. Could you imagine would, facing that every Sunday? That'd be so I would, bad. I would hate it. Very, That'd be very so much. bad. Are you kidding me? Man. I That'd be fun for the NFL. Be. Just like the Ravens had that three Heisman backfield. Like, it's just like one of those, like, what if scenarios. Like, a, it's like an yeah. anomaly. Like, nah, there's no way Bro, this that happened. Was, that, and then it does. That was dope. That was dope. Like, they're going to have to come up cool. with a play where RG3 throws out of it or something like that. That, that oh, yeah. If they keep winning and they have, they're going to they're gonna have the flex and they're going to have, you know, the, the leisure to do that. Because if they're 11 and 2 and they're facing, you know, some terrible team in week 14, I say just let RG3 sling one for the fuck of it. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Just for, like, highlight material, honestly. Just, like, that's it. Bulletin board material. Just Lamar Jackson hands it off to Ingram. Ingram hands it back off to Griffin. Griffin's got Hollywood Brown 70 yards down the sideline, and that's number one on Sports Center for a week. Hollywood just makes plays almost every week, it seems like. I hate it. Yeah. As, as an Eagles fan, I hate it because he was there for the taking, and we didn't get him. I'm <laughs> like, that seems to be the story of the Eagles draft, though. 
He was there. This guy was there. They took this guy. Okay, Every Dak sucks. Good Lord, Dak is terrible. What do you do? He just—he's terrible. He's terrible. I'm sorry. No, he literally just looked like a scared little boy in the pocket and got sandwiched between three Vikings. Like the time I need the Cowboys to win, and they're just getting destroyed in their own building. That's why I hate the Cowboys. They win against terrible teams. Oh my God, that's that's what I was talking about, Reek. That's what I was talking about earlier. We were discussing, you know, how many times have I been right with my assessments with the Packers, you know, with the Rams and Goff, you know, with a lot of stuff with the Bears. And then, yeah. what was I saying about the Cowboys earlier this year? They have not good. They haven't done anything to prove that they're a good team, and they're getting destroyed by Minnesota. Oh my God. Thank God, I'm loving it. Just keep being right. Somebody, I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong. Not gonna, people people keep asking me and saying is, that, but I'm not wrong. Like, I don't care. I'll admit when I'm wrong, is, but I have not been wrong a lot. This is one of those games where, unfortunately, you would have been able to say that about either side. You know, if the Cowboys would have came out and destroyed the Vikings, Kirk Cousins, you know about him in prime yeah, time. He's yeah. Well, that's, that's a given. I mean, that's a given. Yeah. He stinks. He stinks in prime time. And to be fair, he hasn't done anything this game. It's been Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook already has 100 uh, all-purpose yards I'm also and it's not even halfway to the second quarter so Kirk he he could he could honestly be in the MVP MVP team. conversation like let's be real Dalvin Cook's had a really 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 good year yeah for sure for sure if the Vikings continue yards, to win how many yards did uh Bruce McCaffrey have today I don't know to be honest with you I know he had a pretty solid game given the conditions and yards given the way they did Another, t- another touchdown. That's seven straight with the rushing touchdown, too. 33 yards receiving. So he hey, but Aaron Jones was hey, Aaron yeah, Jones matching him with the touchdowns, ain't he? Yeah, three touchdowns. Yeah. He had 93 well, yards. Well, no, Aaron Jones. Carries. Aaron Jones at least the NFL in all, all-purpose touchdowns. He has 14, so. Yo, he's looking good as a running – like a receiver and as a running back. Like, that's, that's, that's impressive. Well, when like, you play with Aaron Rodgers, he just makes stuff happen. All right, touchdown, Cowboys. We're back, boys. We're back. We're back, Cowboys Fuck. Nation. Was We're live. Was it Zeke? Nah, Michael Gallup. Damn it. I have Gallup on my fantasy team and up. Cooper, so uh, I'm living pretty well because Cooper already has like four catches, so we're living. We're living well, the boys. The fucking Bucks. The fucking Bucks. 32 seconds left, and they're only winning by three. It's, it's over. They stink. Uh, That's why Miami there. beat them without Jimmy Butler. They stink. All right, it's officially an NBA podcast, boys. What do you think about the Heat? What do you think? What's going? Yo, the Heat let me down against the Lakers. That's true. Uh, Fuck the Heat. Fuck the Heat. We're not talking about the Heat. Yep, very factual. Yo, it's tied. To be fair, I knew they were going to lose that game. It's fucking tied. The Bucks stink. Hey, I told told people at the beginning of the year, completely off topic, but I told people at the beginning of the year, that loss of Malcolm Brogdon is going to hurt the Bucks. That's going to hurt them because they lost a pretty big score right there. So yeah, Giannis can't do it all by himself. I know it looks like on the statistics he can, but he can't. No man can. Yeah, like they Look got at like LeBron. Julius Sova and Wesley Matthews. And- I hate Arizona Lee Sova. I always will. He is the Julian Edelman of the NBA to me. I just George- a punchable-ass face, bro. All he does God. is make threes and flop. That's it. That, that's, that's George Hill for me. I, I hate oh, George Hill. Yes. George Hill. George Hill. I hated George Hill. Patty George Mills, Hill, too. Mo Harkless. Mo Harkless? What did Mo Harkless do to you? He, he's not even good enough to hurt you. He, I, I know that, but like he sucks so bad. I hate watching him play bad. That's like me being mad at Mike Tolbert. Mike Tolbert can't hurt you. He didn't do anything. He didn't no, do he anything. Can. What no, did Mike Tolbert can. do to anyone? Breathe. 
breathe. Wow, man. No, That's a stretch. He's a big his, boy. His, yeah, his, his face isn't even punchable, to be honest with you. It's, it's like, really not. Like, Arison and Silva's got that punchable face. Like, Dario Saric, I hate him, too. Oh, man. Joel Embiid, most hated NBA player oh, I've ever had in my history. I can't stand him. I can't stand him. He's corny. He's a crybaby. He's a, he's just, he acts way too good. Like, he's, I mean, his stats have been good, but he's been like, he's what? He's been in the league for what, three years? Yeah. It's not good enough to act that cocky. And Bleacher Report, ESPN eats it up. Like, he'll, like, throw the ball off defender and be like, ha, ha, Joel Embiid being Joel Embiid. Like, good one. That's so funny. <laughs> you can hear the disdain. I hate the Sixers. I don't care. If anyone's listening to this, they're NBA fans. I hate the Sixers. And it's not like they're a rival either. I just hate the Sixers because they're a corny, corny NBA team, and they're not as good as everyone thinks. Ben Simmons, not that good. Joel Embiid's not as good as people think. Holy fuck, man. Fucking Bucks hit three. No, go to overtime. Who, who, who's watching, like, a, a reality TV show in the background? That's 100% Dane. <laughs> That's not me at all. What the fuck is going on? I just hear, like, how I met your mother in the background. Like, Dane just gave up. We started talking NBA. He's like, all right, fuck it. Nah, that's, 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 that's my sister. That's my sister. That's not me. I'm... Excellent. Get her on the podcast. Got, special got, guest, special guest, Dane's sister. Absolutely, the hell not. But I, I got, I got the game on mute. I got the game on mute. That's why I got quiet. Yeah, yeah, y'all talking about basketball. I'm, I'm watching the Cowboys uh, try to get out this little hole they dug themselves in. We're just talking about sports. It's been a good sports week overall. I mean, if we're gonna talk about sports, I would say let's talk about the Steelers. But I don't want to be here, you know, all night. I won't shut up. Like that's how good I feel. That's how good I feel right now. So I feel good because I don't. I don't even feel necessarily good about the Bears because. Oh um, man! Don't. I mean, like because a win is a win. Well, yes, but listen, win you feel good. It is what it is. You do feel good. Like I don't get me wrong. I do feel good about the win. Like I really do. But like, I mean, did they really do anything like that good today? It doesn't matter. No. A they win is a win. That's really yeah, all it exactly. is. This ain't college, man. This yeah. isn't college. You don't have a special committee trying to get you in the playoffs. No. Yeah. Like, I don't know. With the hardest schedule in the NFL, like, I don't I don't really – I can't celebrate just yet because I don't really have anything to say about the Bears game today because the refs are bad. The Bears defense was bad. Mitch beat a bad defense. It's not really like the game that, you know, you kind of put a measuring stick up to and be like, hey, like, you know, this team got, like, significantly better. Because they – I mean, Mitch looked good, but he paced the 30th-ranked pass defense in the league. So, like – I can't really say much about that because he did it to Washington, too, and he looked good. So I can't really, like, you know, it's not the type of game that you look at and be like, okay, yeah, we, we, we you know, we're moving. We're Yeah, we won, but, like, did we really do anything incredible? No, no I get it. I'll take the I win, but I don't really think much of it with the way they played, especially beating, like, a down line team by only seven. Like, yeah, it's kind of, I don't know. I don't know. If we beat the Rams next week and then we sit at five and five and we got the Giants and Lions coming up, then I'll be a little more satisfied. But at this moment, we could we could very easily lose on Sunday, be four and six, and then just our season's done for if we don't win six in a row. So I'm not celebrating yet. A win's a win, but like at the end of the day, I'm still thinking, hey, we should have beat the Raiders by a lot. Hey, we should have beat the Chargers with a kick. You know, like there's just so many things that we just missed out on. So it's it's hard to be happy as a Bears fan because you know the end result is gonna be heartbreak. All I'm gonna say, fuck the Bucks and fuck the Thunder. Yeah. Done. I'm, I'm yeah. Over. I'm over it. Well, stop oh, betting. 
Just go no, get groceries. No, go get gas no, money. You know. No, I'm it's all right. ignorant. I'm ignorant, and I will all not right. stop. Well, that's how I'm going to be next week because once I get back into gambling, it's a wrap because I did this. I do. I do. Someone's going to have to kill me for me to stop gambling. I that's will kill 100% you. The only I will kill you. Happen. I will that's do fine. it. That's fine. That's fine. I'll right. swing it. I won't. I won't kill you. I'll just like cut your hands off. That way you can't like type or put any like bets <laughs> in. Do you still live? But like you just can't enjoy anything. You know, like phones or food. And then or at that point, you should just put me out there. Because... Anything. No, no, you're gonna live with your misery. I don't care. No, 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 no. You can't nah. do that. Nope. You're gonna sit there and you'll be like, "Ooh, I want to make a bet," and then you can't because your hands don't work because they're gone. Man, all these fucking college basketball games tomorrow are ugly. I don't even want to touch the parlays tomorrow. Don't. Maybe. Good. Use it as an example. Save your money. Take your girl out to eat. Do something. Maybe the next day. Maybe Tuesday. Tuesday. Maybe Tuesday. There's plenty of great games on Tuesday. But we are hey, way off topic. It's yes. time to get out of here because it's yeah. it's been fun. It's been yeah. fun, man. <laughs> Sometimes you have to. Sometimes football is, you know, there's only so much to talk about on you know in every given Sunday. You know, we can't yeah. go into every game, but it's just fun to give us different sides and different perspectives on everything else going on in sports and life. So sure. it can For be sure. cool. But uh, off topic, I am definitely doing a parlay this week, Reek, and we're sitting down and we're gonna we're gonna sit there and analyze it like some sports science type shit. We are gonna okay. do something crazy because I get paid twice this week, and I'm looking to spend my money irresponsibly. So okay, let's do it. Well, I'm I'm not not all of it. I'm not like you. Like I'm I'm only gonna spend you know maybe like a hundred or something like that. But I'm I'm oh, doing parlays. No, 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 no. I don't want to hear it. Because when you win, you just blow it. So you really don't break even. You just well, actually end up in the hole. So I don't want to hear that. This is just a mistake I needed to learn from. To be all right. Honest. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you for this week. But we're doing one. We're doing one this week. I promise. Once I get okay. paid, it's wraps. This weekend, so, actually. Sounds good. I'm doing sounds eight. Good. I'm doing eight part lace. And I got to win right. one. So. All right. You, you bugging for that. But. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> All right, man. We gotta get out of here. That'll do yes, we for, do. That'll do it for episode seventeen of the Moving the Chains podcast. We'll be back on Wednesday with episode eighteen and pretty much wrap up week ten. Kind of already wrapped it up today, but we're gonna probably talk about the Monday night game and even the conclusion of this Sunday night game. So, signing out. See you guys Wednesday. Peace. Yes, sir. See y'all, fellas, Peace. later.